everyone, this is the Flying Up Podcast with Liam and Andrew. Back at you again for round two of the Essendon's Premiership season. And we'll start off with big news. Um, Essendon coach John Wallace has re-signed for two years early on in the season. Granted, they were going well with their big win over Adelaide, which we'll get to a little bit later. Good news for Essendon. Indeed, yes. That is not the best news for Essendon, though, as we go into round one, no, having just like defeated... Pardon? You don't like it's it? It's not so not the not 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 good news. It's just not the biggest good news. Oh, when the, we the biggest good news. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's good news. It, it go, in terms of good news, it goes the win over Adelaide, and then uh, John Wallsfold signing on for two years, and then world peace. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. What did you watch the game on Friday? Yes, it was pretty yes. convincing. Um, it was a good comeback. I wouldn't say it was pretty convincing. It was a good comeback in the end. As, um, Adelaide did get out to twenty points in midway through the third quarter, but ran out of legs in the end. Essen ran over them. Mm. Twelve points. Yes, um, James Stewart and um, Cal Hooker both kicked three goals. Not bad for a defender, Cal Hooker. Mm. Mm. Both kicked three goals. Down, Joe Danaher, a bit shaky, but got a few goals as well. Um, the big the big issue, and it might be the big issue, heading into the game against Fremantle next mm. Saturday, Zach Merritt, concussion. Mm. He looks like he should be fit to play, but you know you don't know with concussions. They might. Um, mm. They could take no risk or let him play. It's all up to the medical mm. staff, really. It was a it was, it was a very nasty bump. One of the Adelaide players essentially shouldered Merritt. Uh, whether or not it was deliberate is 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 up to uh, up to the tribunal's decision. But he's been offered a one-week suspension, and Merritt was left uh, with blood in his mouth, having to be escorted from the field and didn't play for the rest of the game. And I believe that was just before the end of the first quarter. So you're right. It is. It was a really really nasty nasty bump, and concussion is so unpredictable. We hope that if he is already by at time of recording Wednesday, saying that he's able to, to play, then hopefully that suggests he's, he's feeling pretty fit, but it wouldn't be surprising. But then again, we still won without him. So uh, as great a player as Merritt is, hopefully in that other three quarters, they learn to adapt to yes. play without him. And um, also we saw the debut of Sarge, Stringer and um, um, Smith, and they've mm. all, they all play very well. They all yeah. did their part. Um, Stringer got into it quite early, got a few marks, got a few goals. I think he can go, but he got into it quite early. Sarb was solid in the fence, playing on Eddie Betts. Eddie Betts was nowhere to be seen, especially mm. in the last half. Especially when um, Adelaide needed him the most towards oh, the end. I thought, I thought Eddie Betts played, played his sort of usual standard of game. He's similar kind of player to Essendon's merit in the way that he's always there when they need him. He doesn't do sort of much flashy stuff, but I thought he, he had a lot of possessions. He stole the ball from us many times. I thought, particularly in the first half, Eddie Betts was, was quite potent, and I think it was a testimony to Stringer to be able to shut him down as much as he did. And... Um, Essendon captain Dyson Heppel and David Zarakis both end up with 35 touches. So good, good hit out. It's a good first hit out for them. Mm, mm. Um, it's, got, it's hard to read into the game from an Essendon point of view, and unfortunately it is, because Adelaide had so many players out. Mm. Did Essendon play good or did Adelaide play bad? And this week when we get into the um, the round against Fremantle, it's the same thing. You're not Essendon's not playing a good team yet. We're not playing a premiership team. We're going to be playing a team who's just come mm. off a of whopping from Port Adelaide. It's going, to be very, yeah. it's going to be hard to see which game we'll see, the you know, in Crown M&M. The real Essendon, please stand up. I would probably agree with that, ignoring that reference. I would probably agree with that. I think that they are, I, I, I think they played well, but they almost played as if there was another team on the field and that they just didn't kind of strategize around Adelaide. Adelaide kept tripping them up in the same ways and Essendon kept tripping up Adelaide in the same ways, but it was like they weren't really connecting. Often they were just sort of playing in spite of each other. Our our defense was our defense was good as it always is, and I think we managed to, like I say, um, like I say, Cal Hooker cooking, Cal Hooker kicking three goals was a fantastic achievement. But for the most part, our forwards were probably uh, uh, less less 
impressive than the than the defenders. Yeah, so uh, they really they really got to it towards the end. I think when Bagley uh, kicked that winning goal. Yeah, uh, and so through that good defence, I think we managed to make Adelaide play badly. But whether or not we played well, it's interesting though. Statistically, overall, the match is extremely level because it felt like one team would have a huge run on, and then the next would kind of. I, yes, I, I personally, yes. I felt that Adelaide had the upper ground, the advantage. They were playing more professional more win-deserving footy. But statistically, I mean, we had more disposals. We had uh, more uh, uh, inside 50s and marks in 50, which really surprised me because, like I said, I thought our our forwards were a little bit quiet, particularly in the first half. Um, we had more contested possessions. We had more tackles, uh, slightly more hit-outs. In fact, a lot of the time, though, um, we were either, either more or equal to what Adelaide were achieving. We only had one l- more interchange... We only had one more uh, uh, centre clearance, uh, and only and out of unbelievably, our the hand, the re- level of handballs was actually in Adelaide's favour. They had 183 to our 177 handballs because when you watch at when you watch Essendon play, they really seem to be passing the ball around with their hands a lot, and that is something that I think they've always been criticised for. So that it was bizarre to think that Adelaide actually had more, but they used theirs better, I would argue. Mm. But they were very even. Yeah, the point is that they were. There certainly wasn't one team that was cl- playing much finer footy in Essendon sort of stumbled through. Essendon was still doing all the right things as well. Yeah, well, you get the win. You can't you can't get the win without doing the right things, of course. No. Um, it's also a good way to start off the season. If we are an eighth spot. Um, you always should start off in the top eight. Yeah. You know, there's always that now that one winner with the 18 teams, so that one winner that's outside the top eight. Yeah. It's kind of a bit deflating. It's like a bit of a loss. I don't know. Yeah. You know, Geelong was that team now who defeated Melbourne and now uh, ninth. Yeah. Um, well, should be should be Melbourne and a nice team like to be their thing. <laughs> so, there's always yeah, good things like that. You want to be inside the top eight. Yeah. Um. Do, do we have a do we have a long way to go to catch? We'll probably we'll say GWS and what we'll say when we play um, Adelaide full strength. I don't come ever play Adelaide again this year. I think I think the convincing thing about it. You said it was it was a comeback, but it wasn't convincing. I think it was convincing because it was a comeback. No, I said it was convincing. No, no, I said it wasn't that convincing win as in like no, a comfortable no. win. That's true. No, it wasn't. Yeah, exactly. It didn't, yes. certainly didn't inspire confidence. There were a few times there when I was thinking about yeah. calling the medical staff. You, you prefer, it was pretty, prefer yes. to win by um, thirty-five points and not be down by twenty than having to come back. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. So it certainly wasn't. It certainly wasn't convincing in that regard. But I think what was convincing was the fact they could come back because that's something. Oh, that Essence always been able to come back. That's been Essence's thing. The fact that they can come back. Do you think? Well, the biggest ever since the biggest comeback in history in like two thousand one. Yeah, granted, the 2001 victory was pretty was a was that 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 match was extraordinary. But I think for the most part, you'd argue Essendon are prone to being shut down, or at the very least, sort of losing steam. And in the first in the first round as well, they really had a problem of um of of sort of losing tact as the season goes on. Last year they thrashed Hawthorne, and that was the big unwinnable match. And then they was beat, they won about four or five other games in a row after that if I, if memory serves me correct and they did had a great first se- half but uh, a great first half of the season but they just didn't quite have that same edge as they had in the first game and so when they went out against Adelaide and even last week I was saying that I thought they would have a, they have a fair chance of winning because of that momentum and that that burst at the start that beginner's adrenaline um, and when they went out and they were lo- they lost the first two goals to Adelaide and I thought that was worrying because we didn't even have that this year but but then they the fact they actually didn't have the enthusiasm at the start they had at the end of the match that was that was fantastic because it shows that they don't lose hard as easily as they used to and they are now able to to pull themselves up and the, with that comeback it was quite interesting to watch how they they went about building that comeback because it wasn't just like they had a huge flurry of goals and it came down to the wire they'd seem to do it methodically i think hooker got one goal uh we, we got to the point where we were think 
uh, three goals and about five points down. I think I think we were like one point off four goals. We kicked, Hooker kicked one goal, which just broke our drought because Adelaide had got about ten goals. So then we're only two goals down, and in the next and with because we just won, because we just got a goal, I think the players were sort of motivated and mobilised, and they managed to sneak another two through in ways that were just by sort of slowing the ball down, not hand passing as much. Uh, taking shots when previously they'd tried to rush it through and through that they managed to get two more goals and then the, the scores were within a goal we were within a goal uh, and when that happened I think the nature of just being less than a goal away was enough to drive them to kick one more goal and so they won and then they won and they had five minutes left and they held on so it wasn't just like they, they were panicked and they frantically tried to get to the finish line they really thought they just took their luck in blocks I think I was I was quite impressed by the way they did that. Yes, yeah, so, um, pretty much, much no matter how you win, as long as you win. Mm. So let's let's now talk about the logo, and I bring this up because a few years ago Carlton changed their logo. They went back to the good old fashioned. Um, mm. I can't remember what it's called, but it looks fantastic. I love I love Carlton's logo. I don't know why they changed it to the really just plain blue with the Carlton logo. Yeah. Kind of like Melbourne when they changed from the demon to the the jersey looking thing a few years ago. It was mm. terrible. Yeah. Um, and Collingwood changing their logo, which is a shock because Collingwood doesn't change anything. No. Including no. their coach. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was an absolute shock when that happened. Essendon's logo, to me, is outdated. It is... It, it, I, you reckon? Yes. The only, the only logo I think will last the test of time is St. Kilda's Shield. Possibly. That is the only logo that will last the test of time. Essendon's is outdated, so, and I think it's time for a change. They can keep the plane. Kind of do what Collingwood did. Just change the background? Maybe. You reckon it's outdated? I don't know if I'd go as far as saying that. I, I think there's nostalgia in the old logos, but whether or not we should adapt them. And it worked for Carlton because Carlton is frankly such, a, such an old-fashioned, backward team with such old supporters that it sort of works then to have an old logo. But Essendon, Essendon particularly now more than ever, when they've, got, um, when they've got a stronger support base than they ever had, uh, one, of the, one of the biggest membership bases in the history of AFL, Aussie Rules Football, when they've got supporters flooding in each year uh, since since the travels of the early 2012, the early early in the decade, um, uh, this this club feels new. It's physically it's young, as in most of the so players. So why are young. don't we get a new logo? Well, because I I think the fact, but I'm not saying we should change it. I'm saying the idea that changing it back to something nostalgic doesn't really work. I, I, th- I think there's two. There's a great looking logo on um, here, but I know that it's not an Essendon logo. It's copied from the Brisbane Bombers, which was a okay. proposed rugby league team um, when I think the rugby was thinking about expanding between like 2010 yeah. and 2000. So when the GLRS and Gold Coast came in, uh, there's a Brisbane, uh, there's a Brisbane um, Bombers logo. I'll show you the logo now. And that's the logo. Mm, yeah. I mean, again, it looks sort of vaguely old fashioned. I don't think, I, don't, I, I agree that, I, sorry, I should have clarified. I don't think I'm against changing the idea of the logo. I mean, the logo. Yeah, I, I don't think, think I don't think we should change the plane. The plane is fine. Yeah. Uh, I just think a background change is needed. Perhaps I don't think we should be changing. We should be pulling a Carlton or a Collingwood and trying to go for nostalgia though, because I don't think I don't think our club is is based in nostalgia. I think it's based in the now. I think this is one of the most interesting times to be an Essendon supporter. I sound like Malcolm Turnbull. And it's <laughs> and it, I, I think if we were going to change the logo, I don't really think it needs to be. But if we were, I think we should be looking at something more flash, more modern. More 21st century. Mm. But I do agree, the plane looks good. And that logo's not bad. We'll put that up on our Facebook page. Oh, the Essendon Bombers one? Yeah, the Brisbane yeah. Bombers one. Yeah. yeah, the Brisbane Bombers. Yeah. Um, like I said, it's a good-looking logo, and I think... But I do think it's run its course. 
And that's not just that. I think Port Adelaide's a oh, Port Adelaide's is terrible. Yeah, it's a bad logo. It's probably the worst. <laughs> like the GWS logo, it's bland, but at least it makes a point. It's the Giants, the Big G. Yeah. It, it's what it is. What else can you do with the Big G? Yeah. Port Adelaide's is terrible. Yeah. It, it, it just looks. It doesn't quite make sense. There's, there's like three different art styles in it. Yeah. And the thing is, it kind of matched with their original jumper they used in the 90, 1997 and that. Yeah. But now they have the old, the current jumper, and it just does not match at all. And yeah, so I think Essence new uh, should get a new. Like, that's just my opinion. I um, I, the thing about the Port Adelaide logo as well is, as you were saying last week, it looks yeah, it looks like it's some kind of vaguely communist poster, vaguely, <laughs> uh, vaguely like almost like a cartoon ad for. Uh, it looks like clip art, honestly. The other thing about the Powerhead, though, as well, is that they are so... Originally, they were so against using teal, and that was, like... They, they'd always proudly been a VFL and a, a Sandville team with black and white. They, like, st- they still are. They still hate they st- being a part of the AFL. Exactly, and they still hate being... They still see the teal, I think, as many Port Adelaide supporters see teal as a as a symbol of the AFL intrusion. And so having teal in their logo is really weird. And what about the eSports logo? So this is the eSports logo. That's sort of what I'm thinking, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking as well. Um, I'll post that one up as well on mm. uh, when I post up the podcast. But the eSports, it's just a new background. That's We don't need to change the playing. We don't need to add, you know, pink to the logo. Just, just a new background. Maybe no. like this background looks like a lost weight. Some weight is a bunch of skinny yeah. that's all. That's all it needs. I think, I think it looks shinier. It looks physically as if it's sort of glossy. Yeah. And I like the fact that the wings are over the logo, so it looks like it's flying. Yeah. Uh, yep. and the issue is bombers are also outdated. Possibly. Well, that's true as well. Like, we don't have... Yeah. Like, who knows what a bomber plane is or the Mosquito fleet? Like... Yeah, the, uh, that's that's a good point. Like, they're all outdated because Essence, like, Essence mascot's a mosquito. Who knows what a mosquito... You know. Who knows what a mosquito is these days? Yeah. That That is they're so Larry ex- written 19th century. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the mosquito, yeah. I don't think, is outdated. But, but yeah, I, I agree. That, the only, I mean, then, but then there's lots of outdated professions. I mean, like, you could say that the dockers aren't really... Dockers are a bit outdated now. Yeah, no, yeah. I, don't, I still don't even know what a docker is. No, I don't know. I don't think it's someone who works on the dock. They still have I people think, that work they, on docks, uh, but... Yeah, I think... So I know the original um, theme song was um, like the Russian folk song, you know, where they're yeah. all moving, trying to lift the thing, and so I think that's what it is. But yeah, I even think that's an outdated. Yeah. Um, and I actually reckon just while you was just coming back to Essen's logo, I quite like. Um, I, I almost really like GWS's logo. I reckon oh, that's the do, kind of yeah. thing we're going for. It doesn't. It'll probably look terrible in ten years' time. Uh, well, it's GWS, so naturally it looks terrible. But that style of Essen, that's slick and it's modern. It's minimalist. I, mean, I, I know I sound like such a <laughs> such a hipster when I say that, and I'm not in favour of always making things look flash and modern. But I reckon for Essendon, that's the most appropriate look. Um, so that's yeah, that's and uh, yeah, and as for the bomber being outdated, I mean, there's not much you can do about that. What would you say? What would you think? Just move to a, like a modern, like an A380, the yeah. Essendon A380. Yes, an A380. Yes. Yeah, Essendon drones. Yes. See the drones fly up. See the drones fly up. So the VFL played a practice match on the weekend. Um, the Essendon VFL team easily got over um, Werribee in the terrible conditions, defeating them 9-5-59 to 2-11-23. Jack DeMille was probably the best on ground, mm. kicking two goals, as well as um, Dylan Clark, Matt Galufi, and um, Lewenberger. Mm. Um, there's really going to be no changes. I wouldn't think there'd be many changes, but if there was, I think maybe the Merritt brothers might do a switcheroo. Okay. Which also another issue is Essendon's midfield depth. Mm, yeah, that's that's true. And I, it was interesting watching the AFL game against Adelaide because 
the midfield saved us a bit because they had whenever whenever we'd kick a behind and and Adelaide would go to kick out, which seemed to be quite often. What would happen is the midfielder, the the people on the in the pockets. If they couldn't actively turn over the ball, they would at least put pressure on to force Adelaide out to the wing. When they're out in the wing, our midfielders would come and just just swarm them, attack them, uh, outmaneuver them, and 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 make them force them to turn the ball over. When they're on the wing, instead of going back in, they then go to the centre, and then from the centre they then push it in for into one of the forwards to then have a kick at goal. Uh, and personally, I thought that it was almost like a cassette player. It was sort of this kind of. Uh, this this circular swirl motion, which they go, they go goals the ball go goal square to wing to centre back into the goal square, and so in that way the midfielders. But when you say it lacks depth or it lacks, I want to say de- lacks. So just say hypothetically, you're playing a game, um, Heppel and um, Zarakis go out injured. Mm. You expect maybe Goddard would play midfield full time or someone like Parish or Merritt, but who else? You just a uh, like. There's a big issue having backup players. Mm. Uh, that could be the only thing, in my opinion, that can take Essen from Essen from being a premiership team to just missing out on the grand final. It's only the lack mm. of the depth. Yeah. You know, we'll easy to just go to Richmond last year. You know, Jack Graham and um, Jacob oh. Townsend didn't play until round 22. Mm. And they both played in the premiership team. That's depth for you. But you know, yeah. anything happens. Some, you know, it always plays jump up. But it's good to see the VFL. Um, like I said, the only big injury mm. from the game was um, Zach Merritt. Uh, and will Jackson ever play? Probably not. Mm. But he's pretty much the only injury concern heading into round. I think at this stage, Zach Merritt's injury is not as bad as Jackson no. Merritt's. I think it's fair to say. And oh, uh, it's interesting though; they could do a switch. Mm. They could. I think I think that wouldn't, that wouldn't be a terrible idea. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you got also Mark Bagley, who was an emergency, and uh, mm. Mason Redman, who all, all emergency. Emergencies usually, you know, you kind of. Think emergencies are the ones who come in next. Kind yeah. of the way you think footy works, but um, there's really no one else you could think that will come in against Fremantle. And it's and unfortunately, it's a ground that Essendon played on before. Mm. It's a ground Fremantle's never played on before. Yeah. But so it's, it's hard to totally hard to yeah plan around the ground. Like playing if you play the Subi, you probably want more runners since yeah. it's a wider Huge ground. ground. Yeah. And as you said, you got less handballs in Adelaide because I think you you're more focused on the kicking game. Yeah. Which does work. Cause I'm pretty sure you ha- we had more marks. Than Adelaide as well in the end of the end of the game, mm. mostly because yeah we're a kicking team, um, taking I'm taking the Hawthorn yeah. there with the kicks and that's what that's what we love being compared to Hawthorn. But yeah, exactly, yeah, I think like, that's the only that's where the comparisons between Essen and Hawthorn start <laughs> and end. Yeah, it's interesting. So though, I would have argued that we're very much a handball team. And no, it, I, I saw uh, very much kicking, very much good with the kicks. Mm. Our midfielders are for sure. Yeah, mm. they can they can kick it down. I think that was why we were able to get so many shots at goal. And that's probably one of the reasons why people are a bit hard on our Aussie on our, on our AFL uh, forwards because they get so many. They do miss their their ratio of misses to goals are pretty pretty low, but they get so many shots that it's you know hard for them to hard for them to get every single goal. So their percentage looks low. The AFL the, the VFL a few interesting things. Firstly, the next game is not actually next this week because it's yes, Easter, it's, but it it's was a seventh. Practice, yeah, it was a practice match. Um, and we don't play a game at home until round five. The first three matches are against free uh, against Frankston, who are coming back into the season after a new uh, after being out for a year. So that'll be interesting. That could either make them very very keen and rehearsed or totally rusty. So that'll that'll be t- that'll be an interesting thing to watch. And then after that, I believe we play uh, Geelong. And then after that, is it Werribee again? We play three teams all in their home games. Or Port Melbourne. Um, and then we play 
and then we have the bye in round four, and so round five is our first VFL game at Windy Hill at at Tullamarine. So it could be interesting. Yes, um, and um, the VFL W launch is being launched today, mm. and the wheelchair league is. Uh, still have a couple of weeks. And same with the esports. So a lot to come up with. Mm. So if you're an essence supporter complaining about being bored, yeah, there's something wrong with you. Yes. Um, we'll go for uh, our, we'll go for the injury list. Yep. And we'll start off with uh, Patrick Ambrose. He's done his wrist. Still out for four to six weeks. Uh, Travis Collier's foot is out for four to five weeks. Razio uh, Fantasia still got, um, we'll say three weeks left before he comes back. Mm. Aaron Francis is um, out due to mental health. He's still... Yeah, there's no time limit on that. Mm. Marty Gleason's ankle, he's out for half of the year. Um, Jaden Lever, um, he's out for two weeks. Zach Merritt's a test. Yep. Kobe Munch is a week. And David Myers is one to two weeks. Mm. So, it, it, oh, it's a weird, it's a, one of those oh, um, good 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 news but bad news situations. It's a bit of a big injury list considering it's round one. Yeah. But not, apart from, I'll say, Merritt and Vantasia, yeah. not many big names. No. And only for, I don't think there's anyone there who's going to be out for more than three weeks, are there? Apart so it's from not the guy out from th- this season. Yeah, yeah. Apart from, yeah, so, but I don't think there's many, there's, uh, he's the only one who's missing the entire season. Certainly not like there's some whose entire seasons are, uh, whose entire career or this season are in speculation. Most of them are one or two weeks. Uh, even Merritt, who really is probably the, the most crucial player who's on that list. Even he, he thinks he'll be back in one week. I'd, oh, I don't I'd, think he'll miss. And if not, then probably definitely mm. next week. So it's it's. Oh yeah, you're right exactly. It's not. I don't think it's going to kill us having. Uh, we have a lot of players missing, but it'll only be temporary. Yeah. Um, time for the fact of the round. See how you how your SN knowledge is. Nice. So since it is um, the grand final rematch um, between Adelaide and Richmond, Richmond this mm-hmm. week. I've struggled to remember that I still can't figure out the Richmond won the premiership yeah. as well. Go on, sorry. Um, who did Essendon play in round two? Who was the grand final rematch from 1911 when <laughs> Essendon played in 1912? 1912, 1911. Oh, dear. I've got a f- weird feeling it might be Collingwood, but I don't think it's that. It was Collingwood, yes. Was You're joking. Did Essendon, two in a row. Did Essendon win the premiership in 1911? Uh, no. Did they? Yes, they won. Okay. Yes, they didn't win into the in they they weren't in the nineteen twelve. They, were they went back to back. Yeah. Um, and they defeated Collingwood in Victoria Park, fourth of May, nineteen twelve. Mm. It was a good day that day. Uh, oh, so they won both nineteen eleven and nineteen twelve. Yeah, you defeated okay. um, South Melbourne, but in round two, mm. nineteen twelve, you defeated Collingwood, ten ten seventy to six seventy fifty three. So it was in, in a bad kick in the cross Collingwood that game. And those players that played there listening, yeah, you, being like 150, you must be yeah, kicking yourself yeah. now. I'm sure they'd be big podcast fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but in 19, um, 1912, though, Essendon ended up with 12 wins, 6 losses, went through South Melbourne, mm. who finished first, which got Essendon, which got Essendon to the prelim final. South Melbourne made the grand final automatically because football back then made no sense. <laughs> the prime example was St. Kilda won the premiership but then had to play another grand final. Yeah. Because um, when, when you finish first... You have the rematch clause, pretty much the rematch clause. Yeah. So they played the game. South Melbourne defeated Fitzroy. Oh no, St Kilda defeated Fitzroy, and Fitzroy was like, "We want a rematch," and so St Kilda yeah. lost the grand final. Yeah. So they won a flag and then lost it. Yeah. That, that sounds St Kilda, doesn't it? Yeah, that is so St Kilda. That Nothing's changed. Uh, <laughs> and you defeated um, South Melbourne in that grand final, five seventeen forty seven to four nine thirty three at the MCG in front of a crowd of fifty four. 1,336 people. 
Interesting. So, so round two kicked off for us on Saturday night. Yep. Fremantle. Uh, playing Fremantle in Fremantle's first game at the new Perth Stadium. And Essen's going to win. And I'll tell you why Essen's going to win. Why? No male team has won at Perth Stadium. No male home team. No. So the Perth Scorchers lost. Yeah. The uh, Australia cricket team lost. Lost. In all their dignity. <laughs> West Coast lost. West Coast lost. Yeah. Can, um, Canopy Bulldogs lost. Yeah. Um, Sydney Roosters lost. Yeah. When the, And they were the home teams on the day. Yeah. So being the home team at Perth Stadium is not a good, not a good omen. It's the women team is undefeated. The Perth yeah. Scorchers women won and the Fremantle Dockers women team won. But this is at 8, 10 p.m., Local time at Optus Stadium on Saturday night. Mm. It's what is the ground in terms of dimensions? What it's smaller than Subiaco, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite it's round. Pretty much, it's pretty much the MCG. It's a yeah. copy-paste the MCG. It's quite, it's quite, um, it's quite. Yeah, it's quite a big ground. Yeah, yeah. very round. Very round. It is an oval shape, obviously, because it's a footy ground. But as far as footy grounds go, it's not long or overlong like Subiaco used to be. It's quite, it, it's round. Anyway, so that'll be that'll be good to see. Do you think Frio are going to choke or? Rise because of the new um, because of the new ground. Do you think I, they'll be keen I to beat the people, trend? I think people have the miss a big. The word choke is not what I remember. Um, someone saying Freo choked in the 2013 grand final, and mm. I always say they did not choke because they were never favourites and they were never in front. No. So choke's not the word. Freo's come off a 50 point whopping of Port Adelaide. Uh, yeah. Will they bounce back? Don't know. Um, well, Essendon, you know who? Like I said, it was hard to tell about their win over. Adelaide, how yeah. will they go against Fremont? I think Essen should comfortably get over the line. I'm thinking 30, 40 points yeah. should be a comfortable win in the end. Same here. If I would, if, if Port Adelaide hadn't quite so decisively finished off Fremont last week, I would have been. I'd be sceptical. But you're right. I don't think Fremont are in any good headspace, yeah. particularly as they enter into a totally new ground. And with that, yes, I, I agree. I agree. And the only thing, um, Fremont started very strongly against Port Adelaide last week. Mm. They didn't get that on the scoreboard, so Fremont is going to be wary of that. But like Essen finished off strong mm. against Adelaide, so the finishing off strong thing is going to be the, pretty much mm. what can get Essen over the line. And I think yeah, it should be comfortable. They, right. as a team, wanted to play top four against a team that I think best case scenario could have played finals. Yeah, I say could because I think now after the game against Adelaide, there's no way. Um, I think best case, they have to win. You have to win, mm. and that's another thing. An issue Essen has ever since for the last few years. Yeah, it's been a big issue. You lose against the teams you shouldn't lose against. Yeah. That's very, that is true, and then we thrash the teams we're supposed to be. Yeah. The other thing as well, for what it's worth, I don't think we play terribly in Perth. We'd, we 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 play terribly in Sydney and Adelaide as a general rule, but Perth we're we're not too bad. Obviously, depend that that's a very small factor, and it really is basically symbolic oh, in many okay. ways. As a Victorian club, we barely travel anyways, yeah, so that's exactly. fine. Exactly. I think it's I think it's fairly. Uh, but uh, but what? Uh, yeah. If it was God forbid, the AFL would make it half of a Victorian club to win a premiership. No, no. That, yeah, that would be awful. Oh, we God, we no. don't want the other filthy interstate people winning no. our, our precious tr- oh, premiership I trophy. I say that. I, know, I say, if it wasn't for financial reasons, yeah, the AFL would still be the VFL. Oh, of course. They yeah. they hate being the AFL. Yeah, it's yeah. The, Mostly because there's so many old heads in yes. the AFL. That's, and like I said, it's kind of like Port Adelaide, and they don't want to be part of the AFL too. They want to be yeah. the Magpies. Yeah, yeah. You know, they want to be the Port Adelaide Magpies, and they, that's why um, I think they've already said they wouldn't want to join a um, Reserves League, which is being discussed for next year. Yeah. But, so, I think do think Essendon, yeah, like I said, if you want to be a top four team, you need to defeat the teams you should defeat. Easy. Yeah, yeah. Um, they shouldn't give Frio a sniff. Frio should not start off strong. Even though right. Frio did start off strong against Port Adelaide, and I think that was the only weakness in Port Adelaide's game. Whereas right. they would have been up there with GWS and playing a perfect game. Essendon shouldn't yeah. give Freo a sniff. They should absolutely no. put Freo to the sword. Absolutely exactly. smash them. 
Um, make, you know, Essendon's got a solid defence. Frio is, that's probably their worst asset, is kicking into the, the forward line. Yeah. You know, instead of trying to hit a target, they just bomb it in. Yeah. Make them pay. Um, they should kick, I'm thinking, 60 points from rebound 50s. Easily, yeah. Like, that that should be a goal. Hurt, hurt yeah. the team you're playing. Um, who does this have in round three again? Let me just check that up. Um, I so looked it up, sorry. Yeah. Uh, the doggies, exact same. So mm. even in round three. So when we're back, we'll pretty much copy and paste what I just said and we'll just <laughs> cut, um, change three minutes to Bulldogs for when we talk about round three. Definitely. It's going to be pretty much the exact same thing. That is true. Well, that's if Essendon win. If Essendon loses, it'll be a completely different yeah. discussion. Yeah. I mean, Fremantle, if free, uh, look, Essendon, I, I don't, it, dep- it depends where you see Essendon on, in terms of um, being better or worse than Fremantle because some would say that Fremantle is... A lot of people like to think of Essendon as still... Uh, sort of rubbish bottom half team, but where's we're competitive now? We have the potential more than ever to win the premiership. That's, that's why I said top four has yeah. to be. You've got to. That's why you got to put exactly. things at sword. Exactly. Um, so we need, and we need to think that ourselves. We need that needs to be the, in the mentality of the players. We need to stop seeing ourselves as the team that sort of pulled itself out of the ashes. We're a competitive team. We're not a bottom. We should beating beating beat not losing to Fremantle should be shameful. Pretty much. So let's hope they go um, with that mentality. The, the last one before we go. So after round one, I did think I looked at the ladder. I'm like, or looked at the results. I'm like, there's seven teams that could win the flag, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I've got GWS, Port Adelaide, Sydney. Yeah, Sydney, Richmond, Adelaide, Essendon, Essendon. That's seven. That's six. Richmond, GWS. <laughs> there's Richmond, GWS, Port Adelaide, Adelaide, Sydney, Geelong, and Essendon. There you go, Geelong and Essendon. Okay. The seven teams. Uh, a loss to Frio would, to me. Um, well, unless Frio actually is a finals contender and they prove it later on. Yeah. If they do lose to Fremantle, it, they will be out there at 17. They'll join Melbourne, St. Kilda and Hawthorne's team that I think can make the eight. Exactly, yeah. And you don't, you don't want to be a drop. So, you know, hopefully good luck against um, Fremantle. Mm. It's probably the only time Essence travels as a Victorian team. And we're talking about how Port Adelaide are pretty... Um, we were talking about before about how about Port Adelaide. I think they're a really competitive team. They were competitive the last two years and just... Through chance, they never got there, but I think they're hungry for a premiership, and they've got a lot of good, I think really sh- strong new players. I think with the the doggies in Richmond the last two years, I think more teams are hung more hungrier because it's instead of being Sydney, Hawthorne, Geelong, it's yeah. more teams now that can win the flag. Oh, definitely. So it's going to be interesting. Like I said, they got it. We'll come back next week and mm. win or lose, it'll be an interesting conversation. Yep, and Gold Coast can enjoy their brief time in a top four spot. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the Flying Up podcast with Liam and Andrew. We'll yep. catch you next week. See you. Enjoy the Fremantle game. See you next week.